You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Matis Weingast here at NahumSiegel.com.
Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to another live edition of JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Matis Weingast. I'm your host for today's show, for a change. We're glad you could join us. We appreciate it. Hope you had a wonderful Shabbos and a great week as we continue in these amazing times. It's the 10th of May. 16th of ER, 31st day in the counting of the Omer. And for Dafiomi aficionados, it's Shabbos Samach Hay 65. It's uh, not 65 degrees outside of our studios. <laughs> it's closer to that in Jerusalem, but outside of our studios, it's 37 degrees and sunny. Going up to a high of 63, so that's a little bit closer. Sunny expected, uh, sunshine expected throughout the day. 48 degrees is the expected low tonight with a 50% chance of rain. It's been raining a lot. We need it, so, okay. Uh, in Jerusalem, as I mentioned, it's uh, a bit higher. It's 70 degrees and sunny, going down to an expected low of 50 degrees overnight. Um, we're glad you could join us. We're glad to be here with you. And uh, we'll be here for another two hours, playing a lot of music, uh, a cappella style. This coming uh, Monday night, Tuesday, is Lagba Omer. So uh, after that, we'll revert back, as will the network, to uh, regular music format. And we'll start that next Sunday. Great programming all day long here on the network, and Nachum tomorrow morning live. JM in the AM, followed by the Israel Show and uh, plenty of other great programming right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. So, glad you could join us. We appreciate it. And we're going to go to the music now, starting off with Bowie by A.K.A. Pella, right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Oh, uh-huh. 
Brothers in despair 
life's taken away Just hearing is too much to bear But through the misery we find a way to smile Despite not knowing where it ends True to our history we'll make it through the trial Sky. 
Selections by A.K.A. Pella, Kol Zimra, and 613 during the last half hour. Thanks for joining us here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you. Glad to be here live and in person for your listening pleasure. Today in the United States is officially Mother's Day. So we, uh, we say thank you to all the mothers and, by extension, the fathers and uh, to everybody who's going through this time and and taking care of families in ways that uh, were unexpected just a couple of months ago. And uh, it is difficult sometimes, uh, but people are learning of ways to cope and get to the new reality for now. We see the trends going in the right way, so that's good. Uh, and uh, who knows when everything will go back to normal. But when you think about it, certain things are always here and always normal, if you will. We're here. The network is here. The Nachum Siegel network is on, has not stopped at all during this uh, pandemic. And it's just the way it usually is. You uh, load the app and uh, go to the website or call into the uh, listener line and you can hear great programming throughout the day and night wherever you are whenever you want except on Shabbos and uh, that's that's normal not much has changed although uh, some of the personal interaction that goes on in studio is not there uh, but otherwise you know it's it's like a 99% normal <laughs> 
Yeah, that's the way it is. Well, it's uh, time for Rabbi Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Rabbi Goldwasser's words are Lezecha Nishmas Rav Zev, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and Lezecha Nishmas Esther, Bas Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The first fila, the first prayer that we say upon entering the shul, the Besamedrash, is Matovo Alecha Yaakov, Mishken Secha Yisrael. How good are your tents, Yaakov, Mishken Secha, the dwelling place of Yisrael. Interesting that this tefillah was said by Bilam. Bilam, who was the evil person that originally came to curse Klau Yisrael, ended up that Hashem turned it into a blessing. The bracha itself ensures that the synagogue, the idea of the shul, is our eternal existence. Our history, it testifies that whenever the oivim, whenever enemies came to destroy a shul or to destroy a yeshiva, it never worked out because they were rebuilt in another location. Look at all of the yeshivot in the shuls in Eretz Yisrael, in America, in Europe, all over the world. We see that when Ponovich was destroyed, when Brisk was destroyed, when all of the centers of Hasidus were destroyed in Eastern Europe, they sprang up. You can go to Eretz Yisrael, you can go anywhere in the world, and you can see the yeshivas in the shuls called by the names following the customs, going in the derech of those that were destroyed. Bilam did not really want to give us a bracha at all. He wanted to give us a klala, but Hashem turned it around. What did it mean when Bilam came and said, Matovo Alecho Yaakov? What did he have in mind when he said, Oh, how good are your tents, Yaakov Avinu? Really? Bilam had in mind that he wished to destroy that the shuls, the synagogues, the yeshivos would no longer exist. That was the greatest curse, the greatest klola that ever could have been. Our enemies realized this. When Spain exiled the Jews in 1492, all of the shuls were seized and turned in to houses of Avodah The Nazis, in one of their first steps to take over the communities, on Kristallnacht in 1938, destroyed, burned down hundreds of synagogues. Why is it that the enemies specifically go after the synagogue, the shul? In order to destroy Klau Yisrael, Chas Shalom, they have to destroy that Teva of Noach, the ark that has kept us afloat throughout the entire generations. They sense that that Teva is now the shul. Because of that, we proudly say our very first tefillah, our first prayer, is Matovo Oholecha Yaakov, Mishkenosecha Yisrael. How goodly are your tents, O Yaakov, the dwelling places, our true home of Klal Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Beautiful work of art Taking his time Though the man was a master What a vision had come from his heart Each color was chosen and added with care Every hue had a purpose, a place Done just one look at the canvas Brought a smile to the artist's face Can you see how the colors all blend and combine How the dark eyes fade into light Can you see all the care behind every design a difference no matter how slight can you see in the end every inch plays its part in bringing my painting to life one of the colors did not understand he played I'm off to one side and my colors are shadows what difference have I really made I don't have their beauty their splendor or grace I'm just a mistake it appears and he cried to the heavens and poured out his heart As the pain slowly turned into tears I can see how their colors all blend and combine In my darkness compared to their light There is no one who'd care for my simple design If I can tell every brush, every stroke, every touch makes a difference except for mine. In the shadows of others, so bold and so bright, how can my colors possibly shine? voice so so kind why the color did not play his part you're my creator you know I'm unworthy just to stain on your work of art instead of replying the artist just smiled and whispered my friend say no more and touching the paint Let the tears on his fingers And holding them high Took them far from the canvas To a view they could not see before
So you see in the end, you two play a part in bringing my painting to life. So you see in the end, you two play a part in bringing the painting to Go 
words of Tyra helped his world to expand. This time a friend in need, adept in Tyra, he'd explain. Slowly he matured, his goals no longer were the same. He started wearing glasses, helped him gain clarity. In the words of the Gemara.
from uh, Ari Goldwag. Thank you for uh, for that. Um, and we're going to get to our news from Israel in just a few uh, just a few seconds. Uh, before that, we heard uh, a number of Ari Goldwag selections and a number of Cole Zimmer collection, uh, selections from uh, from the uh, various acapella albums that are around and have been around for a while. It's uh, 8.02 in the morning Eastern Time here on uh, JM Sunday. And it's time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian, Middle East news analyst and uh, senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning and happy Mother's Day, Hannah Julian. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good morning, Mantis. First and foremost, to all the mothers among your listeners and to your wife. Thank happy you. Mother's Day. Thank you very much. <laughs> we uh, we have a lot going on, so let me uh, let me start with the bad news first, and then 
move on to the good news. Iranian hackers have been targeting the coronavirus medication company Gilead in uh, recent weeks. Reuters reported that the hackers targeted the maker of remdesivir, the medication just approved by the FDA for emergency use in treating COVID-19. Three Israeli cybersecurity researchers who track Iranian hacking activity also confirmed the attempt. In one case, a fake email login page designed to steal passwords was sent in April to a top executive from the company. It's not known whether the attempt succeeded or not. The Iranian mission at the United Nations has denied involvement in the attacks. A spokesperson for the company has declined to comment, citing company policy not to discuss cybersecurity. Some happier news. Five- and six-year-olds went back to school today here in Israel, most of them anyway. Preschool and kindergarten classes reopened but were not mandatory. The classes were smaller, with up to 18 children in a class. Half of the children will go to school through Tuesday from today, and the other half now go on Wednesday through Friday. This, of course, creates problems for working parents who have to find ways to deal with childcare for the rest of the week. Daycares also opening with a limit on the number of children they are allowed to accept back. Only 70% are able to return. The parents of the other 30% have been notified that their children must stay home until other solutions can be found. For the children who do return, they're coming back under strict guidelines. The teachers are being asked to keep them from playing with each other. Picture that. To teach them to use antiseptic gel, try that with a three-year-old or a four-year-old or a five-year-old, and to require a temperature check for the students every day. While we're on the subject of how the COVID-19 disease caused by the novel coronavirus has changed lives here in Israel, let's take a look at what's happening this weekend for Lagba Omer. This is usually one of the biggest holiday events of the year. Hundreds of thousands of people stream into the country. They all head to the tomb of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai on Mount Meron in northern Israel. For 24 hours, you can tune in to see it round the clock singing, dancing, praying, and bonfires. There are also families who wait to bring their two- and three-year-old sons for their first haircuts. But this year, none of that is happening. In fact, this year, there will only be three bonfires at the site, one each to represent the Sephardic population, the Ashkenazi population, and the Dati, the Dati Lumi population, the national religious population. Each of those fires will be lit by a separate rabbi together with 50 participants for each of them. Israeli police commander of the Kinneret district, Shalom Avitan, said in an interview with Yidiot Achronot this weekend, the newspaper, that the entire point of this shutdown is to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, and to protect the public health. In previous years, the mission has been to secure and maintain public order when dealing with half a million Israelis celebrating at the mountain together with tourists and everyone else. But this year, the mission is to make sure there are only three bonfires. 
to enforce government decisions on the number of people, 150 participants, only 150, and to prevent the spread of disease among those celebrating. Avitan says there will be some 2,000 police officers from the Northern District, the Traffic Division, and the Border Patrol to make sure that happens. They'll be out in force everywhere, setting up checkpoints, patrolling the roads, the forests, Moshav Meron, and elsewhere, blocking anyone from the area who is not a resident. Those checkpoints, by the way, are already up and running. Arrests are already being made, and they're showing zero tolerance this year. So arrests are already happening. Checkpoints are already up. If you are hearing this broadcast here in Israel and you're in a car and you are heading north, take it from me, you do want to turn around. Trust me, you want to do that. As for the rest of the country, no bonfires anywhere else either, friends, not this year. Same rule applies. That's in order to prevent gatherings and to prevent the spread of the virus among groups of people. This was, by the way, a compromise. There was a fierce debate in the cabinet where some were arguing for a full-out lockdown, Syrians, uh, similar to the one in force on Pesach and Yom Ha'atzmaut. But those who wanted at least some relaxation of the restrictions finally won out. So if you happen to have a grill at home, open up that mangal and prepare to celebrate with a barbecue. On the good news front, more than 15,000 Israelis are visiting national parks and nature reserves this weekend as the coronavirus restrictions are being lifted. The health ministry says the number of patients has fallen below the 5,000 mark. The Israelis are flooding into places like Ein Gedi's Nature Reserve near the Dead Sea and Beit Guvrin. At least 20 parks across the country have received permission to open up to the public, but there are still limits on how many people they're allowed to permit into the space. Visitors have to buy tickets in advance. So if you want to go to a national park and you want to get a chance to have a picnic, Go online, go to your favorite park, buy a ticket, and go have a picnic. Time for a quick look now at the weather. Partly cloudy to clear skies for the remainder of the day. In southern Israel, you have bright blue skies. Clear as a bell, not a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful outside. The temperature in Jerusalem is around 68 degrees at the moment. Getting chilly tonight, the low dropping to the low 50s. Tomorrow, also a nice sunny day, great day for a picnic, high in the low 70s. Sunny again on Tuesday. Have a great week, everyone. Stay healthy and stay safe. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. Thank you so much, Hannah Julian. Your weather there is good. Here, there was a threat of, uh, in some areas, had actually snow over the weekend, (laughs) which uh, is very rare, needless to say, for May. Right. Uh, oh, I heard that Central Park had uh, snow. Apparently there, yeah, some snow flurries around. So, wow. you know, who knows? <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll get into the warmer weather as uh, you are and you're experiencing over there. So thanks for sharing that good news. Uh, and Again. hopefully people will be able to travel to Israel much more uh, frequently in the coming months as things yeah, uh, ease up. 
Well, we're waiting for Amazon. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Thank you again, Hannah Julian, and we'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday. It is uh, that that was our news from Israel. Just to uh, make that uh, official, <laughs> uh, and we thank Hannah Julian. We'll see her next week, right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It is time to go back to the music. It's uh, eight, eleven minutes after eight o'clock in the morning, Eastern Time, and uh, we are going to hear from uh, AKA Pella and a couple of other. Um, artists between now and nine o'clock this morning on JM Sunday on the Nahum Siegel Network.
Oh 
It's also a timeless and romantic love song. And in that spirit, I want to dedicate it to all the women in the house this evening. May you find success. May you find happiness. And may you find the man of your dreams. And if that man happens to be on stage tonight, please see me after the show. Aisha Khayyam. Ba-da-da-da-da. 
Shabbat Hashem. Music by Bitachon to close out our show this morning. Thanks, everyone, for joining us here on JM Sunday. We also heard from Ellie Gerstner and uh, a couple of other Bitachon selections and uh, also from AKA Pella and DEG Studios. Kumsitz in the Rain was that selection earlier in the show, earlier in the hour. Thanks, for Rakan and Julian, for joining us this morning with the news from Israel and to Rabbi Goldwasser for a morning chizuk. Great programming, as I said, continues all day long. Tomorrow morning, Nachum Siegel on JM in the AM, bright and early, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, and um, wherever time it is where you, whatever time it is where you are. Thanks again. Hope you have a great week and a great Shabbos coming up. Thank you again so much, and we'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. You've been listening to Matis Weingast and JM Sunday on NahumSiegel.com right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.